In this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're starting into the seven principles of Hermeticism that are found in the Kabbalion, and we're starting with the first one, the principle of mentalism. This episode is kind of all over the place. Uh, we talk about mentalism, but also about God or the all, all kinds of different things. So buckle up and uh, hopefully you can get something out of it. Enjoy. Yep. We are recording. We are live. Well, no, we're not live. <laughs> well, we're live. We're live, but we're not live but, to you. Yeah. So wow. we don't want to re- misrepresent what we're saying. Yeah. Great way. I'm sure Mark's Somebody thinking. Somebody call us out like, you weren't live. Well, we were at the time. Yeah. We'll so see if we can edit that part out. To the Gnostic Deluge. No, we're going to leave it in. Okay. It's all like. This think- is raw, unedited, right? Yeah. We don't. I think if you haven't, if you can't tell from our last videos, uh, this is quite unedited. A little close. So you're getting you're getting the real experience here. Welcome to the Gnostic Deluge, and welcome. We are. I am excited to be here. It's yeah, been a few weeks. This has been, uh, yeah. This has been in the. Uh, not that. Well, anyway. In the making in the for a couple of weeks, yeah, yeah, and so we thoroughly researched our right. Oh, we've thoroughly researched it as thoroughly as we research. Kind of as thorough as like a rabbit hole is thorough, you know. Oh, when you go down, you're just like all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. Then you forget what you were originally studying like, and researching. Oh, wait. oh, how did I end up over here in the Kabbalah? <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's true. Like that's happened a lot. So this this went, episode is on the next part of the Kybalian, yeah, uh, focusing on the mind. Yeah, we're getting into the actual principles. But what Marco is referring to, and I think this is this applies for both of us here, is we've in studying this. Uh, we're going to start at the chapter mental transmutation. And whoops, oh, uh, they're going to love this that. This is an unedited. This is unedited. So I just hit the microphone. Well, here straighten it out, though, at least. Or, or, or was it already like that? Okay. Anyways, this is getting bad. So, anyways, <laughs> um, what Marco is referring to is that we in I started about what two weeks ago, reading chapter three, and I've read it before, but to reread it so we can be I can be ready for this discussion. Mm-hmm. And I went pretty deep into everything but chapter three you did well i mean i read it i finished it again but i went i got into i started i started listening to um uh ruba p's podcast oh yeah yeah and then i started reading um a few other books that were related well i've been yeah i like what i what i've been doing is i've been like setting time like whenever i took my notes like actually coming in here and setting down with the book and writing down my things. So I'm constantly, cause I am all over the place with like stuff yeah. I'm sending. Brandon keeps getting these links for me. I'm like, Oh, watch this video. Cause there's this, anyway, we'll talk about it later in the smorgasbord or somebody that yeah. I found that it's really like, Whoa, this, 
this guy uh it's pretty cool yeah very informative yeah and super smart but very intelligent guy so um, we'll, him later. well let's start off with uh uh let's get get something to drink i thought you were gonna say oh. a word of prayer like let's start off with the word of prayer um <laughs> we can start off with the word prayer <laughs> yes so. all right mark so mark, once, okay once again these drinks are provided by uh mark I did not contribute any of these today, so we'll see what we got. Yeah, well, uh, there's there's one that I was I was talking about. So I see the uh, hops. Yeah, a, go over a... go over to your right, very far right. Pull out or left, your far left. Anyway, Mark, did you have to pack so much ice in this? Oh, uh, I wanted them cold. Dang it, that's the root beer. There's 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 cream soda in there. That was on the far right. Oh, okay. That was? This is a far right drink. This is a far right drink. <clears throat> we try and stay in the middle here. Yeah, but, but... Don't look at Mark's shirt, but we try and stay in the middle. <laughs> here we go. So this is... Uh, we got zero sugar. Uh, it's Virgil's. All yeah. natural zero sugar vanilla cream, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Because that, that root beer was really good. Yeah. And they got, now they have it in cans. So that's, I got some root beer in there too. Anyway, but this is, I, I'm going to do this, Mark. Oh yeah. That's good stuff. Creamy. Well, so. And vanilla. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. Oh, it has a more of a better aftertaste than it does a before taste. What's the what? What's the opposite of an aftertaste? Pre-taste. Pre taste. Present taste. You haven't even current like, taste. I haven't even tasted it yet. Anyways, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Mark. A uh, current taste or a yeah. live taste? I don't know. Anyway, okay. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. So, I think that my concern. And I don't think it, I, it appears that it wasn't as much of a concern for you, which I think is fantastic. But oh yeah, means you're, means you're brilliant. My concern was that this neck, this mental transmutation, I felt that it was really complicated, or like hard to understand for me. Like I had a I had to reread this several times, or certain parts of it. Okay. Do you did you not have to do that? Well, no, I, I read it and I took notes. So. Oh, okay. Okay, well, let's just start off with what is mental transmutation, transmutation, not transportation. Like, I need to get my ride, my met, car, or my mind a ride. Well, we'll anyway, well, but I'll start mental by reading transmutation. What, what, what apparently the, the Kybalian quote on it. Oh, yeah, 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 that would be good. So it says, mind, as well as metals and elements may be transmuted from state to state, degree to degree, condition to condition, pole to pole, vibration to vibration. There you go. True her I'm not uh, done, Mark. Dang it. <laughs> the last line says true hermetic transmutation is a mental art. So, so that is a good way to That's a super summary. get started on this. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. So, so the the whole idea of mental transmutation is that your mind is being changed from different from one state, you know, state to state, 
or degree to degree, condition to condition, pole to pole, vibration to right. So it's just changing your mind. Yeah. Like, I think that's where once you kind of get the a beginning understanding of polarity and you realize that that there's not like an absolute condition like we're just on like this spectrum then you you can you can kind of uh get the confidence and and realize or awareness i guess is a better word that hey i can change I can change the way that I think. Yeah. Because there's a big argument, which I don't know if it's worth going into deeply here, but there's a big argument, and I do agree with it, that people don't really change. You know, like... What? You know the whole old dog... You can't teach an old dog hey, tricks. okay, Brandon. Then this is not for you. Exactly. And that's the thing, is is this is actually saying that that's untrue. Yeah, yeah. But there is actually... I mean, let's take this for what... Let's go back to the Hermetica. I understand what you're saying. Like the Hermetica, the whole point of the Zodiac is that people are basically pre-programmed with certain, uh, you know, behave, you know, like personality types and all these different variables. And it's really hard. And that's one of the and challenges. Well, that's the thing Hermes. is it's really hard. It's not that... It's like most most people, though... That's what you're saying is totally true. Exactly. Mo- I mean, the majority I'm, of us. I'm talking about that's the 97%. Totally true, but yeah. I'm saying with super hard work and, and everything, it's, you know, even even if you take just just something is like uh, uh, psychology and stuff, you know, people that are talking to a therapist and stuff, that's a lot of work for them to finally get through. And that's just a little thing that they're doing, you know, yeah. or not a little thing, but... You know, so this it, it's possible, but it's it's not easy. It's not. Yeah, that's why most old dogs can't be taught new tricks because they don't want to. First off, there's several. They're reasons, not look. Yeah. yeah, they'd have to, and they'd have to work on it. So I don't know if that makes sense. But. So that and I think that's where I was going. Is this is kind of a liberating idea. Because I think when I, we're, we all like to believe, before I had any familiarity with uh, um, hermetic philosophy, yeah, and I think everybody likes to believe that they can change at any time. Like, yeah. oh no, I'm not. I'm not like limited by any kind of destiny, or I don't have any kind of zodiac. You know, the zodiac doesn't have any pull and sway over me, right? We mm-hmm. all want to believe that. But I think there's a point in your life when you realize that that's not true, that you really are like this particular set of protocols and you seem to never change. So it's super liberating when you realize, wait a second, I can change. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, because no. Yeah. It's the worst idea, like predestination or whatever. Or what is that? The Christian term for it? I, that sounds right. Oh, Okay predestination where, where anyway where it's just like you're born with your things and you're you don't have a choice yeah. you know it's just like that sucks that's bull what's the point of even like trying at that point but i'm saying but if you believe that you can't teach an old dog new tricks it's or somebody can't change then you're basically saying well but then again where i was looking for that thing where we're talking about fate in my notes from the hermetica yeah because that's 
Yeah. That was it. That really explained it well, but we might. Anyway, let's just. Well, you can keep on looking. I will go on and say this next part. So what's what this chapter here and what this part of the Kybalian is do has been doing for me is I was aware already that there was a concept in hermetic philosophy. And I think this is what a lot of people think of the first thing when they hear hermetic. They think of oh, alchemy. alchemy. Oh, I was going to say something about that. Well, you, I'm sure that you'll have it. I'm sure that you, I, I might be going the same direction you want yeah. to go. Okay, good. So that what the uh, this Kybalian, the written, you know, the, what is, the three initiates who wrote the Kybalian, or whether it was is it this other guy, but it doesn't matter. This what what he or they are saying here is that alchemy is not just a a physical transmutation of metals or elements. That it's it's actually a mental. It's mental alchemy. Right? Okay. It's taking it's alchemy is taking a base metal to a anyway. to to like a precious metal, right? Yeah. Lead to gold. Yeah, it's the philo- that whole philosopher's stone thing or whatever. Yeah. So this this concept is the same thing, but you're taking your base mental state and transmuting it to a gold. A yeah, higher making, level, making it gold, pristine state. Yeah, for lack well, of a better term. Yeah. So, um, well, okay. So that's the according to the the book, you know, and that's what we're doing. We're we're going according to the what it says in here, and it and it seems right though that hermetists were the original scientists. Yeah, I agree with that right now. Like, like I'm saying, uh, and that they're. Back then, there was no difference between science and religion. I, they were I agree. they were interlinked. Actually, we were just talking yeah. about this. Yeah, with with kind of history and you know because like Newton and them, you're like, oh, these were great scientists, but you don't realize they were steeped in the occult. Correct. You know? <laughs> yeah. That 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 we were talking. What was the something man? Anyway, with uh, Da Vinci's the the Divine Man or yeah, I can't what, remember the name of that. I can't remember that anyway, but but they were they were steeped in it, and that's what that's you know it wasn't just the apple that fell on his head that led Newton. You know, oh like, yeah, that's such a that's such a poor explanation. But I'm saying there was more really to happened. it. Yeah. But it was his kind of wonder too, of uh, you know wondering what caused this to happen. But it so anyway, so there wasn't necessarily a divide back in the old old times between science and religion. You know. Like astrology be, became what is, in modern day became astronomy, right? Yes. So I'm saying, like so from then, correct. astrology that was be ended up, you know, in modern times we became astronomy. Yep. Alchemy became chemistry. Chemistry, and then uh, mystic psychology. You know, like uh, yeah. the higher self and different things. What it just becomes became psychology. modern psychology. Yeah. So it's almost like you're taking sciences have gone from a state of having a concept of a higher realm, right? Yeah. God or whatever, some higher level and some spiritualness mm-hmm. or, or soul. Yeah. And it kind of just taking that out. And focusing more on the on the uh, the other parts of it. Yeah, it's kind of like what ha- what ended up happening nowadays is 
that kind of like in the constitution where it talks about separating church and state, mm. uh, yeah. basically it became a separation between church and science. Got it. Yeah. You know, where science is like, nope, we don't believe any of that. Church is like, nope, we don't believe the science part. You know, I mean, oh, it, it just naturally grew into two different saying. paths. So, so anyway, so the point they, they, they both are, are like vicious enemies. Yeah, that's what or, I'm saying. And even like ignorant, like there's a lot of religious people today that just say the absolute lamest. Yeah, things. that it will be like, okay, I don't like. Did anyway, you, did you say that? <laughs> but, it, but what I'm saying is, but it, originally the whole thing was linked. There wasn't a difference between the two, and over time with different persecutions and different things and not but also knowledge and stuff the two became separate whether that's a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. no it's I, probably yeah. you know whatever but but that but i'm saying they they all the modern sciences and modern religions have its roots back in one one or united kind of thing they weren't separate yeah. That's what, yeah, like, I mean, if you take the creation story in Genesis and stuff, I mean, it's not scientific, but it's it's a religious, but then there is some some scientific principles in it, you know, on, on but I'm not even saying, that's not to say anything about the periods and everything that mm-hmm. it is, but it goes in an order that seems somewhat rational, you know, and it's not meant to be a science book. You know, it's complete. Act. Anyway, Brand's like, okay, Mark. No, no, I'm. I am like the student here. Well, no, I'm. But I'm saying, but it, it starts with, like, like a light, right? Let's just, this is, you know. But it's it's God. I'm, I'm tapped. Okay, no, no, I'm tapped. You're actually. I'm, go I'm going. It. But it starts with the light, and then the the you know, there's the the earth is formed. You know, nothing is out of order mm-hmm. in that in the way. You know what I'm saying? The earth comes, the waters, the land is formed, mm-hmm. you know, then the plants are made, then the animals, then, you know, it's it's a step, it's at least a process. It's not like, oh, well, you know, the man was made and then, or, you know, then. Or vice versa. Yeah, so. man didn't come till the end of it. Correct. So, and that was one of the last parts of even evolutionary theory. Right, man, yeah. man in its current state yeah. is the end of evolutionary, or is as far as evolutionary theory has gone. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. So I don't mean to, but anyway, so I, I actually, but I didn't really emphasize this part. So let, let me just say, when Mark was, when this is, this is exactly what we were referring to earlier when we said started reading this and all of a sudden there was a rabbit hole that we fell through. Yeah. So that Mark just basically proved that is the case. He has so much knowledge now. I'm so smart. I don't even know. I watched so many YouTube videos. How can your bot, how can your physical body contain you now? Dude. I mean, your light is like trying to bust through right now. Okay. But so anyway, but actually I think I beat that dead horse right there pretty well. No. I mean, but I'm saying actually that does, because um, one of the things um, you made a good point though that when you're talking about the different schools transforming over yeah. the generations, yeah, yeah. I, and one one of the things that I, the transmutation thing, I was like my modern psychiatrist, psychiatrist, or not, I don't know which one prescribes you medicine. 
I don't know. I think it's a psychiatrist. But I'm saying modern psychiatry uses alchemy to change to work your mind. No, they, yeah. they actually give you people, you know, people, whether right. drugs that actually chemically have chemicals in them that change your mind. There's actual mental transmutation is like it's a proven real thing. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying in that case, chemicals, you know, it's that that is a literal yeah, that hasn't alchemy. necessarily like, uh, that, like that hasn't been scientists. abstracted too much. Yeah, but anyway, I that's one thing. Uh, um, Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, okay. So the principle of men- mentalism. Let's see what. Uh, oh wait, this is where it quotes: "The all is mind; the universe is mental." Mm-hmm. And I, I put for a translation of what that is. Where is that? Um, where do I work? Oh, the all is mine. Okay, the translation is, you know, of of that that they they go on to explain is the underlying reality of the universe is mind. Okay, so that's what they. Yeah. The universe itself is mental, existing in the mind of the all. So that's what the trans, you know, because it seems like this is like the all is mind. The universe is mental, man. It's like you know, kind of like these. But I'm saying the trans. What they're saying is that the underlying reality of the whole universe is mind, right? Yes. And the universe itself is a mental creation. I guess, and it's really which is hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, and so the the author, the Kabbalian, has to go within the next few chapters. Really tries hard to to fix that. Or get like it. misunderstanding, or try and make it help it so we can see it. Explain, yeah I, yeah. I think he does a pretty good job. I mean, but the his his major problem coming up against is that you can't prove it, and he even admits that you can't understand it either. Like, yeah, he's like, okay, you know, it's kind of like God is is such a big concept, and and the universe anyway. Actually that you can't you can't understand it so he's just trying to you know you kind of try to put words to to represent it and stuff it's kind of like one of those things where that part you just kind of need to leave alone because you're not gonna be able to if you if you're trying to come to a full understanding you're not going to be able to actually i got something in the actually uh the kabbali the or this book um that was really interesting was it right here uh okay um oh that was that that was cool um the the monad of pythagoras okay you know the uh let me just read this uh the monad it is individual it is also incapable of multiplication. Divide one by itself, and it still remains one. Multiply one by itself, and it is still one and unchanged, right? Thus, it is fitting representative of the great unchangeable father of all. So, anyway, now... Oh, wait, this is not what... Anyway. I feel like we've read that somewhere else. Well, this is... This is this one's uh, particularly the Kabbalion. Oh, this is this was... The one I wanted to read. I'm sorry. 
but how how define the absolute? How do you define it? Even as we define it, it slips from our grasp, for it ceases when defined to be the absolute. When you define the absolute, yeah, it's, it's not the it's absolute. No longer absolute. You can't define the absolute. Okay, so this this I think this is a basic concept that this guy's trying to get at. Okay. You know, with a lot of words. Um he uh shall we then say that the negative, the limitless, the absolute are logically speaking absurd since they are ideas which our reason cannot define? No, for could we define them, we should make them, so to speak, contained by our reason and therefore not superior to it. You know, so this is okay. like some higher superior thing. If you if you can contain it in your reason, it's not correct what you're even talking about. It's not the things that makes the universe work. So it's almost like you have more to read on that, or yeah. Well, for a subject to be capable of definition, it is requisite that certain limits should be assignable to it. How then can we limit the unlimitable? Oh, I love that. Ooh, yeah. How can we limit the unlimitable? So, <laughs> anyway, good point. But and I'm that's saying the thing. So it's almost like there is no absolute. I mean, or the, it's we 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 believe that it's there, but we can't. It's invisible. There's no way for us to really understand it or define it. So we mm-hmm. might well just say there is no absolute. Well, the absolute's uh, uh, something that's beyond our comprehension. Yes, we might as well as like not comprehend. Like we're done. Guys, be the end. it's the been end nice. Uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> no, but anyway, so I'm saying that's that's the that's the big problem that who the author or Arthur, authors of of this come up against is trying to define the indefinable, you know, but but or not define it, but kind of get but get it, your mind to be able to wrap around this big concept. Well, and, and I guess my point is is like. When you under, if you, if you, I'm not saying I understand it, but I can kind of see it a little bit. And I feel like, I feel like, Hey, uh, I see that this is undefinable. I got it. And so I'm not going to try and find value in defining it because it's only going to just lead me to just. What was the thing? How can we limit the illimitable i mean yeah, i'm saying I'm not, we know that there's stuff that we don't understand yeah, and that's so it's like sure. this, so it's kind of like it's almost like just leave it and let it be Re- recognize that it's something that there's something there yeah but, but like, well okay so the the big we don't want to get caught in trying to to define the all you know or this this thing we're just you know because that's a a trap or a rabbit hole that we'll never get out. But I'm saying, okay, but if, if the all is mind, the universe is mental, right? The underlying reality of the universe is mind and the universe itself is mental, right? If this is true mental. So if this statement is true, we'll just kind of move on. Uh, mental transmutation is the art of changing the conditions of the universe, matter, force, and mind. Okay. So that's what mental transmutation. If it's true that the mind is the underlying mind is the underlying reality yeah. reality of the universe, then mental transmutation 
can change the universe matter force and mind so magic the is the art that enables transmutation of mental as well as material conditions if all is mind i'm just trying to got it you know that's good so hopefully my hopefully my notes will kind of help us that walk through it because he does it in a pretty a good way you know in in kind of going on pushing forward does that make sense yeah i think that that's uh that's a good summary of the because that's where i was starting starting to get lost yeah that's right and then but then when he turned back around and basically said but because because the um the all is mind and the universe is mental then when we when we affect the world around us or because that we are able to in theory pot yeah pot did that affect the world around us yeah and uh outside of our you know our own internal minds yeah yeah that's insane so if the, I guess I guess the the way he, he's doing it is okay. We're just gonna say okay. This is the statement, you know. So we'll follow it as if as if true, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he makes the logical arguments. Okay, well, if this is true, then so anyway. Um, one of the things. So yeah. So if true, mental transmutation is the art of changing the conditions of the universe matter force and mind of our own mind but also outside things and i mean we can uh well i don't know if well so he even goes as far as to say advanced mental alchemists can attain a degree of power to control physical conditions i.e production cessation of tempests i was like whoa uh earthquakes etc and uh, okay you know what's interesting um where's the bible you have one right, bible, you have one bible. you have one right here oh. i've got a bible is that your is that it yeah it's a concept so in mark 4 mark i mean what a great what a great, great book what a great book what a great name did you know that it was named after me i did know that <laughs> yeah they said, in the future shall be a man named Mark. We shall name this book after him. Were you hurt? Did your feelings get hurt when you were watching, when you watched or read The Da Vinci Code? And they mentioned how there was the last few books in Mark were added to later on. Did that hurt you? That did. I was like, no, it's all it's all real. <laughs> they did say that? I don't remember. I could be, mis- I could be thinking of something else, but. Hey, Brandon, I don't know if you knew this, but the Bible's complete, and it says in the very back, in Revelations. Yeah, but it says at the beginning of Revelation, though, doesn't it? For I testify unto every man that heareth the words, the prophecy of this book, if any man add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues. Brandon, this is complete. There was nothing added unto or taken away. It says right there. And when John... And whenever he's saying the prophecy of this book, He's not talking about the prophecy of this book. He's talking about the prophecy yep. of this the book. Entire, I mean, that's why John, John, the Bible. When John received that revelation, he knew that his book would be the last one. He him. knew that. <laughs> 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 yep. So there you go. So just 
take the, Brandon. How dare you? The Da Vinci Code. Okay, so okay, here's his little story. Um, Mark huh? about Jesus and his apostles. Oh, cool! I can't wait. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in a ship, and there hmm. were also with him other little ships, little guys, clipper ships. Yeah, possibly. No. Um, and the same day when they even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over to the other side. Anyway. Um, and there arose a great storm of the wind and the waves beat into the ships so that it was now full. So it's filling up with water. Yeah. And he was in the hinder part of the ship. I love this. Asleep on a pillow. <laughs> Jesus, this is Jesus, Jesus is just like, like sleeping through the, the, the tempest that's going on. And this is on the, uh, would this be in the Dead Sea or the what, Sea of Galilee or something? Anyway. Yeah, that sounds right. But, uh, and they awake him and saying to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Like, what are you sleeping through like, this? Hey, uh, there's something going on here. How can you sleep through this? And he arose and re- rebuked the wind and saith unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And then they feared exceedingly and said unto one another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? You know what manner of man this, this was? What manner of man? This is the manner of man an advanced alchemist who can obtain the degree of power and control over physical conditions. So anyway, I thought that that was interesting. And also, uh, we'll, we'll go to John. Oh my gosh. You got another one. My brother. I have a brother named John. Actually. You do. I, I, too bad. We don't have all the Bible names. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, you have an old Testament name brother too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We shall not speak of him. He was—he's the fallen one, because <laughs> <laughs> his name was the guy that ended up being so cool and then screwing up. Okay, so this is Jesus at a wedding. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. And both, and when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, to Jesus, they have no wine. And Jesus saith unto her, her. Woman, what ha- have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. Gosh. She's like, what's that? That's not my problem. You know, kind of like. Yeah, like, what are you doing? And she's like, to me? but she say, and then his mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever. So he actually, he saith unto you, do it. Okay. And there was set there six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews containing two or three Furkins a piece. Furkins. Is that those people that like to dress in I don't know furkins? <laughs> but anyway, um Furkin. Jesus saith unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. Okay, so they're filling these yeah. empty pots with water. Yeah. Hmm. There's this and and he saith unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And the ruler of the feast is like, had to, when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, they knew not whence it was, but the servants withdrew the water knew. Oh, so that 
And the governor of the feast called the bridegroom. This is interesting. He calls the bridegroom, whoever that is. Yeah. And he says unto him, every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. So after, so the, the traditions, they put out the best wine first. Yeah. And then after you start getting drunk and stuff, you could put out the cheaper stuff because everybody's already feeling good. Yeah. And he says, but thou keep kept the good wine until now. So not only was it, oh, it was even better. Yeah, it's like you're, dude, you're busting out the good stuff till now. So thus, <laughs> the beginning of miracles did oh, Jesus, uh, did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. Alchemy. So there's another alchemy. I mean, not only is he not can he control the tempest, but he can also. transmute base water i mean something as simple as water into wine yeah and it's and apparently it's pretty good wine no the best the best he's like dude this is like primo wine he's like is that a is that cedar i'm tasting in it (laughs) like like, you know you ever see a wine taster they're like yeah they have like these different uh, was there there licorice Mm, i'm picking up like the the annoying people birch birch root perhaps (laughs) annoying people yeah hey, so if, you, anyway. if you're like a wine uh taster like a wine expert mark did not mean that if you're a wine expert you need to try jesus's wine yeah he it's makes the, the best. best i mean so anyway but i'm saying like in our regular regular teachings religious teachings this is something that's no, yeah, that's un- that's understood and that's implied in just just take the Bible a, that's and that's a Bible not even story. that's, that's a New not Testament even, story. But I'm saying there's ones where where the 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 sun is stopped in midday, you mm-hmm. know, in the Old Testament. Oh, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, stuff this in there. is so anyway. These these kind of things have been talked about for a long time, and and we take we take it as at face value, or I don't know, just kind of don't realize what they're. You know, we just, oh, those are miracles, but there might be more to it. So, yeah. So what you're hinting on, I think, is that all the, 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 the possibilities are limitless. Once you have, once you have a true awareness, which obviously is not, is easier said than done. Yeah. But once you have a true awareness of the, the reality of what reality really is, Mm -hmm. And that you are connected with it, and that you actually have access to it, then you can do all kinds of things. Apparently, yeah, like turning, and that's where the alch- I think that's where like the the myth of the al- of the alchemist comes from, and why there's this uh, why alchemy and magic and those kind of things are kind of interchangeable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. And then Gandalf the White, right? Later yeah. on, whenever he comes back. Yeah, I, I actually recently learned about why he turned came back as a different color, but it's interesting, yeah. You did? Yeah. I'm, I don't have like a very deep Lord of the but Rings But he had lore. fought that, that demon that thing. That Balrog. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, you shall not pass. So if you ask a big Lord of the Rings nerd... They will have a. They will end. They can talk endlessly on what happened there. Probably, I but wonder, in the nutsh, in a nutshell, 
Not even in a nutshell. I don't even know. All I know is when he came back as Gandalf the White, it's almost like he was actually resurrected. He came back. It was a. It was a different. It was a new Gandalf. Yeah. Which I think he's is, more powerful. Yeah. And he, well, I, the, okay. I think he died. Right. He died. Yeah. Well, it's like it, what was that where it's like you? There's a thing where it's like if you kill me, I'll come back even more powerful. Oh, I can't think of what it is. Anyway, I think that's that's a common. That's a very very common. Yeah, like I say that sometimes when I'm arguing with someone. If you, I will come back more powerful. I'll come back than... even more powerful. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. So anyway, so what else you have to say? So about okay, this? we went now that we went off on that tangent about Jesus and and his understanding, or you know, uh, obviously him, you know, uh, having th- uh, some kind of higher mental understanding that cr- enabled him to do those kind of wonders, mm-hmm. you know, magic. Those are the things we call magic. Those are the things we call miracles. Yeah. Where you know, then that's but that's how they're able to do them or he's they're saying here that that that's that's mine it's through mind anyway um okay we'll go on next students and practitioners of mental transmutation work among the mental plane or the inside Mm -hmm. transmuting mental conditions states into others according to formulas for various formulas yeah so um, so, what, oh, what kind of warning. formulas do you think that they're referring to? They're like mathematical formulas or like uh, recipes. You know what I'm saying? Well, because if it's if it's, if it's mental transmutation, then it's not like you know a list of like different kinds of like spider webs and roots and like like you would imagine like the ingredients for like a, a like chemical thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it, well, that's that's where the rest of this the other principles are part of those formulas or understandings, right? Got it. You're right. You yeah. think. Yeah. So, um, but there's a warning. I put a warning here. I don't, I don't remember what it is. Okay. Various mm-hmm. treatments or affirmations. What is it? D- affirmations. Affirmations. Denials. I, denials, et cetera, of the schools of mental science are often imperfect and unscientific. The majority of modern practitioners are quite ignorant lacking the fundamental knowledge upon which the work is based. Yeah. So it's say you know, they're talking about these formulas and stuff. Most of the stuff the that that's out there is a bunch of it's 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 like the it's philosophy mingled with with old teachings. Yeah. You know, kind yeah, of, I like that. Even our man uh, Ruba P says that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. She's saying, you know, even even this book maybe like mm-hmm. is saying is very is a general thing and it doesn't give you actual formulas it's a, it's a general you know it's yeah. not it's not meant to like it's meant to get your your thinking along these lines so that you can maybe come to an understanding later as you well, research and and that is something that i've recently <laughs> so let me, t- let me let me mention something here about this whole hermetic philosophy that's kind of been eye-opening to me is and it has to do with the um, as above, so below, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all we have all these different like books. There's different types of esoteric 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 teachings, right? There's different schools of the occult type of work, yeah, right? 
and there's so much of it and you get the pick you kind of get the sense that a lot of it is um kind of poppycock in a way poppycock poppycock that's a good word a lot of it is just a bunch of mumbo jumbo mm-hmm. but the thing is is and that with, with that, that sounds like really critical of me to say that but my point though is even let's say this kaibalian that we're going through right now what i think that the value in it is and this is something that I kind of pull from the Ralph Waldo Emerson way of looking at things, and also the Hermetic way of looking at things, is just because if if it's incomplete or if it had, you can technically what was it? I think there was an analogy recently given that I read about somebody looking at um like a dirty like a dirty plate. Okay. Like a, a plate in a sink, right? Yeah. And they observed the dirty plate long enough that they started understanding everything. You know what, what I'm saying? It's the whole. What like, was on this plate? <laughs> well, that's the point. Is there's it's more than the plate. It's the the plate's past. It's the who made the plate. What the plate's made out of. What the plate's used for. Mm. And when, and so you can take anything. And the whole point is that's true. You can anything, even things that are absolutely false. There's still value. I'm not saying that there's value in false things, but like. Usually there's some kind of value or nobody would even. Yeah. And I think that's the value in. I must. What you. The whole point of the. Of the. One of the points of this hermetic philosophy that I'm grasping here is. You don't need things to be. Absolutely, because that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You don't need absolute truth to find truth. You you can do it your through observation and through and through um, math. Yeah, through and, your but through your mind. Correct. That's the way you work it through. You're not going to be able to build something, or you're not going to be able to even put your body in a certain way. It's it's you know like as that is going to suddenly get you to that point. It's all mental. And that's where the eyes above, so below thing. If you're able to, to get to the higher state, you know, that's the way that, uh, uh, that's kind of a dead end. What I'm saying. Anyway, I think that in in a nutshell, and I think I I did a horrible job at explaining it. You're in a nutshell. Unfortunately, but like, you can take a mundane thing, something that's very simple oh, and okay. mundane, and the basically the code of the universe is found within it, mm-hmm. and you can understand things. Yeah, and so well, my whole point is we don't have to be super worried about the authenticity of one book versus the other. And, you know, like how like accurate a certain statement is versus the others, because you're supposed to look at it at a higher level anyways. Yeah. And anyways. Well, I'm saying, but okay. Well, uh, uh, along this line, though, is that the the mental science schools and these different organizations and occult organizations and stuff, a lot of them are social gatherings where you can kind of interconnect mm-hmm. with other people or, you know, you can kind of uh do different rites and stuff that don't necessarily mean anything but that make you feel like you're kind of i get what you're saying you know but ruba p says role players yeah rp yeah uh larpers larpers yeah well anyway i'm not and i'm not even being 
I'm saying, sure. but a lot of times, unless, but the real thing, all the, all the, you can do all the rights, all the different things that you want, but if you're not having the mental transformation, it doesn't matter. It's empty. Yeah. Because, you know, and we all have that thing. If, if, if your life's not actually changing, like for real, your mind is not actually changing, you know, then it's not the real deal. I think. I don't know why we're, but okay. So there's that. And I mean, we'll call this episode the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because because that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. So changing a mental states can be used on, Oh, this is one thing too that he, that they say is that the changing of mental states can be used on others as well as oneself. Yes. You know, kind of a warning, like, the force can be used for good and evil. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, the dark side, you yeah, know? Yeah. Whenever I, I was like, wait, how can you do that? Anyway, and uh, so he goes on, this book will state the basic principle of mental transmutation. Those who grasp it will have an underlying principles and will possess the master key that will unlock the principle of polarity. Well, yeah, I think that's... It's it's a little bit entertaining to think about it and a little fantastical maybe, but like if you the whole uh, use for good and evil, you know, I was thinking about that a little bit and you know whether you're whether you're a conspiracy theorist or whether you like to read good fantasy or mystery books or whatever, there you know there is a lot of usages that mental alchemy can do to change the world. Yeah, and there's a lot of applicable opportunities for even rulers of different nations. Oh yeah, to yeah. use it. Well, think about propaganda. Correct. You know that, regardless or advertising, for yep. goodness' sake. You know that's that. You know you you get this feeling when you're you know you're uh, of of the certain things by music and. Or propaganda, or they can drum you up to go to war, or, yeah. you know, to hate different people, all this stuff. And it's, but I'm saying those are people who have an understanding of of psychology, exactly. a basic understanding of, and how to get people to do what they want. Do you remember that book that I actually didn't finish reading it, but I got the gist of it. It was called um, the, years ago, the gist of it. The gist of it. It was called. Uh, um, I can't remember what it was called. It was basically about how certain events in history have happened that actually created other events that were wanted. No. I think I think it was you that recommended it to me. Actually. Oh, <laughs> but, I don't even remember reading it. Um, Brandon never read it. I heard it was a good book, though. Yeah, but anyways, like the thing is, is like, uh, let's take. Um, I'm not saying this is what happened, but let's say like a lot of things have happened from this uh, COVID nineteen thing, right? What okay. a lot of things have happened because of it. Yeah, a lot of laws have been have been passed through Congress and at least in the United States, a lot of different like rights have kind of seemed to like become lost a little, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, that, that if happens anybody, all the time. I'm not saying it's happened, but what I'm saying is if anybody had an agenda and they were having a hard time pushing it, all you got to do is create, there's a, there is a type of alchemy that happens when you control the things around you 
And because of your understanding of cause and effect, mm-hmm. like this is going to eventually trickle down to this. And then this, this, this will eventually cause this to happen. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. The conspiracy theorist, oh, I'm not cons- a big conspiracy yeah, theorist, yeah. but the conspiracy theorist in me, I think we all have a little bit of us of that. The conspiracy theorist in me, like, yeah, recognizes that. Yeah. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of ungood. There's not. A, there's a lot of bad that can happen from people that understand how to make things work. Or take even. Yeah, I mean, at, saying take advantage of bad situations. Too. Sure. Yeah. You know, because you know, obviously, whenever you think conspiracy theory, you think, oh, whatever. With that, that they they actually did the thing that caught you know. But they these different. There's different laws that like that have been sitting around waiting to be passed waiting for the opportunity yeah exactly you know like uh the whole uh the patriot act back in mm-hmm. that that was something that they, they uh had been on wanted to be pushed through for a long time but they never had the opportunity it's not anyway i can't, anyway, believe, what, I can't believe what you're saying now Mark. no i'm saying yeah i got it now it, we're going down yeah that's the second rabbit hole let's go let's, let's continue ter- <laughs> That's so funny. What the heck, Brandon? Why are we? Uh, you you brought this up. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a. I, I well, told, anyway, the very first thing I said in this episode was this. This discussion made me. This book. This chapter made me kind of. Well, no, and that that that's the point that that he makes. Just a, a small point is that these under this mental transmutation and understanding of the way, you know, of your mind can be used for good or evil. So, yeah. And that's that was our point, I guess. Yeah. I actually um, appreciate that that he mentioned that. He says a little bit more than that, too. But, like, basically, yeah. Um, and like you said, but those who are ready to grasp it, um, they possess the master key that will unlock many doors, right? Yeah. Of the principle of polarity. So, the yeah, the different ends of the spectrum. The principle of mentalism is the basic principle of the whole hermetic philosophy and of the hermetic art of mental transmutation. So the mentalism is the basic philosophy that the rest rest on. So That's ask, important to understand. Let me ask you a question and uh, let me see if you, if this tie, if this is related to, if, if you believe this is related or not. When we went, when we read, uh, Poimandries, the first hermetic, t- uh, Corpus Hermetic, mm-hmm. Oh, the Corpus Hermeticum. Sorry. I'm, I'm like, this uh, cream soda is tempting the... me to burp. Yeah, give so, me a soda real quick, though. Which one do you want? Uh, I'm going to take a Virgil's root beer. So the whole, the whole, the be, what we, the whole point of that, the first encounter, the first encounter in that is that, is that Hermes is basically, he's in this mm. state of less than, less than. Um, awareness or music it's okay people, heightened awareness. I, I, I listened to the this thing where people were talking about that state between sleep and awake yeah okay because remember he's talking about like the but not the kind that you get from being too much eating or whatever yeah but, so he's in this like state that he's prepared to kind of um drift off mm-hmm. and he gets this he has like this the twilight this zone. whether it's a vision He's taken up into the mountain, whatever. Like he has like this kind of like um, vision happen or this like basically uh, this uh, 
visitor, the, he, right? Yeah, he's in communication, and he communicates with what this 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 entity describes as the mind. Yeah, right. His mind. His mind. Yeah. So when so that with that being said, when 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 we're reading about the mind is all, the universe is mental, whatever that's. Yeah, the all is mind, the universe is mental. Do you believe that that's referring to the same mind that spoke to Hermes in Point Mandries? Um That every so basically we wording uh, it as everything is in here. And the universe is all, you know no, what I'm saying? I don't, you don't I, think I it's think, related? I think that that the person he's communicating is his own higher mind. Okay. Like, it's all, it's kind of like. The higher functions? Yeah, the higher, the different functions like laid out. Okay. But that, because the, the all thing, the whole thing behind it or whatever is is something else that's it's like angels or something or you know or is more along the lines of what he was communicating with and that's what i was at least i think that's what but, i was feeling too but then recently when i was rereading it i was kind of like is it the same though anyways who knows right because there's no we yeah that's our original point is about the whole definition of the absolute yeah we're talking about the absolute he yeah. wasn't he yeah. was maybe it was a a facet or you know obviously if you're that's the thing if you're existing in the if the all is the underlying thing then it's a facet of it in a way but it's not oh yeah but we'll get on to that come on mark well it was look at that my can's all bent mark here (laughs) hopefully it doesn't yeah we'll see hopefully it didn't like Oh, how about you put it right up to the microphone? <laughs> it's anyway, so that's the basic thing that he that he's he's going through. Now there's the the next chapter is called the all. Yeah. He goes a lot about the all. The universe seems to be nothing but change in. So whenever we look at the universe. It's nothing but change in matter, forces, mental states. In the universe, everything is becoming and changing. Born, birth, growing, dying. There's a state of impermanence. Nothing is permanent but change in the universe that we see, right? Yeah. Okay. So, But there's hope, Brandon. What's this hope? It's the substantial reality, the oh. reality beneath it all. Yeah, substantial. So you're reality. seeing. I mean, because think about it. It's seasons change, people change. We get older, we die. You know, it's always changing. Even the mountains are, you know, yeah, eroding, raging yeah. up or or yeah. going down. It's all change. That's that's a very Buddhist thing. And it is, but. There's a substantial reality, something below that. What holds all things together and creates governing or natural laws. There's that's the reality. That's there's a re- yeah. There's actual a governing thing that is creating natural law. So what is the substantial reality, Mark? It's what, called by many names, Brandon. Have, Most people believe in a supreme being, even though they call him by different names. <laughs> oh my god! You remember that? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
but it's almost how it's worded here. Yeah, go for it. Read it. <laughs> it's inc- it's crazy. Men have given to this substantial reality many names. <laughs> Some have called it by the term <laughs> deity under many titles. Others have called it the infinite and eternal energy. Others have tried to call it matter. Yeah. But all have acknowledged its existence. It is self-evident. It needs no argument. Yeah, there's something underneath it that is there's some kind of glue holding it all together, even though the things are changing. Well, is and this is this is I think he does a good job in kind of. I think even modern it doesn't even modern. I'm not a scientist, but it doesn't even modern science have this issue where they're trying to like get to the very lowest reality and they're they're almost kind yeah. of just like yeah we just know that there's something else there but we can't really define it you know like what's smaller than an atom you know what's you know and they hey. this they go smaller and smaller and smaller and then it, the point is is these aren't even things that are actually physically visible anymore they're all like math numbers yeah but yeah they're trying to get down to the base thing they're yeah the 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 substantial the ultimate reality because that's the thing that defines everything. So even scientists are yeah, they yeah. Have so th- but they're you know this one's doing it in a very general way because it's not this is not a scientific treaty and this is written you know, in 120 years ago. Yeah, but, but but he's saying that there is this thing that that is the underlying reality that creates the laws and stuff that everything is following. Yeah, and it and is self-evident and needs. No argument. No, it doesn't have change. So everything changes and everything around us changes except for it's all like an illusion because the substantial reality doesn't change. Well, yeah, because there's underlying things like I'm saying the 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 death of somebody and the de- de- decomposition and stuff like the, let's just say the atom. Let's okay. call that atom the math, smallest thing. This is a math and science moment. Well, no. I'm Okay, let me. Well, no, this is not a math and science moment because, but I'm saying like the atom, whenever somebody dies and, or even uh, a paper is burnt and, you know, it like, it seems to disappear. Those atoms and stuff are still there. Yeah. They, they turn into a, they turn into a different thing. And, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's all changed. Change is not, doesn't change the underlying reality though. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. I, okay. I, I got what you're saying and I. There's been other ways to, uh, I don't. At at one point, at one level, nothing actually changes though, because if it behaves the way that it's supposed to, yeah, then it's not changing. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's that's what that's what he's saying. Like, it's even in change, it's doing what it's supposed to do. That's where that's where I like to think that's of, where the natural law or the natural governing laws are there's not the things don't act outside of what they correct are the way that i explained this to my kids when we talked about this is i gave i i and i've given it to a few people now this is my this is my go-to explanation right now is i refer to a clock on the wall and i say does a clock change and they go yeah i can see it changing like no 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 no, that's not changing that's the way the clock's supposed to go yeah the clock's gonna change if you're watching if you're watching a clock and all of a sudden the hand turns the other direction then you can go, what the the clock changed, mm-hmm. but when it's go, when the minute hand is ticking, 
at the interval that it's supposed to, or and you know, that's not change. Yeah. In a way, we yeah. see motion. We see a different, a different vibration of you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. something something is moving and that's one of the that's one of the hermetic principles is everything moves of uh rhythm right everything yeah that's part of the that's part of Whoa, the rhythm. Brandon yeah wait, I want to get on, ahead man. of ourselves yeah. here but like it's no. actually not changed yeah and there's... I said Enoch the the clock will change if you're watching it and all of a sudden the hand turns the other direction and starts clicking backwards when it wasn't programmed and designed to do Or that. even doing something totally different than what it's supposed Correct. to be. Like, not that, even moving. That's changed. Like, if it's, like, suddenly making you a burger or something. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even know well, how no, that's c- possible. But I'm saying that's, y- like... Correct. When it, That's changed. And so, it, since that doesn't happen, then the clock's actually not changing. Yeah. So, anyway, so, it, I mean, apparent, uh, it's pretty self-evident. It's kind of like... You know, in the in the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident that that they're they're just out. They're just like, who can argue with that? There's some kind of underlying thing that even scientists are trying to get down to it. But they're just like, there's something that correct. You know, whether it's whatever laws, you know, they're not down to the. But it's just a self-evident thing. So hermetics. People call the the underlying power the all, and this term to uh, the all is that which transcends names and terms. So it's, you, it's you, just did you when you read that did you wish that they would, he would have said that in the previous chapter? You know, well, I think I think some th- these oh, now these you're first talking about now you're defining these first preliminary preliminary chapters. Yeah, they they were all they, over each other, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to read, and that's what and I think it's important. That's, this is we've been, we've gone down three or four rabbit holes, but I guess what's what I do want to make sure I mention is these three, four, and I think five, even five, six, seven. Yeah, they're oh, actually they're six. they're like even the divine paradox, and then it goes back to the all again mm-hmm. after that. I'm just like, gosh, dang, they're God. they're kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to read them all before any of them make any sense. That was what he was trying, dude. He put that in there because he oh. wanted to make you you well, think that. Oh my Slav god! Correspondence here, as above, so below. But, but as yeah. in the book, so in the yeah. in nature. You kind of that's my that's my small little uh, uh, snippet of actual uh, important information for you on this podcast is read all these chapters, uh, three, four, five, six, and seven, and then you'll kind of things in six and seven will make things that you read in three, four and five, a little bit more understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, at least for the, that's the way my is, mind worked. I had a, I had a lot so of like aha all moments. In all, all of a sudden it goes back to that later after the divine paradox. Yeah. It go back and forth. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it, there's a lot of, but I think that he's kind of, it's such a hard thing to, Oh, yeah. defining the undefinable. Yeah, you can't. You know, where it's like, wait, you know what? Oh, I I need to say it, and it's like, how are you going to put that all in one chapter? You know, without adding more, and you could probably go on in 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 infinite infinitely. You know, wow, this is all wrapping together, dude. It's all the all, man. Like the all is unknowable. 
So that that's one of the points he makes. The all is unknowable. Hermitists believe and teach that the all in itself is and must ever be unknowable. So this is the funny thing is that he's he's defining he's trying not he's not defining the undefinable with a definition or he is defi- trying to not define the undefinable yeah anyways yeah it's diff- it's, it's that's, he's giving us he what i think has he's doing is he's putting he's giving us this pointer that allows us to consistently point to what we're trying to look at and it's kind of, kind of like a waypoint yeah it's giving it's giving you a little bit of something without trying to put you know put it into a box because uh he goes on to say that some there's some attempt to ascribe human emotions, feelings, characteristics. Yeah. Even down to the penny, petty qualities like jealousy. Sure. Sus, uh, think of the Greek susceptibility gods and stuff there. Yeah. to flattery and praise. Yeah. Desire for offerings and worship. He says that, you know, human beings take it so far that they even, yeah, the Greek gods, man, Zeus was like all over the place, you know, yep. sleeping with women and, there was turning into of, different animals. There was lots of jealousies happening. Yeah, and the Hera of, was, yeah, yeah. Like so, he's saying for that stuff is not the all. The, that stuff doesn't wash, you know. Oh, I agree with that. That's he did. He did say that pretty, and that was very, uh, very clear. And then this is one important part. He starts going into kind of a religion versus theology. Uh, yeah, yeah. So his his definition of religion. Yeah, um, he says it is. He says religion to. Oh wait, it says. Yeah, this this right religion here. to us means yeah. that intuitional realization of the existence of the all, and one's relationship to it. So that's religion. Yeah, while theology means the attempts of men to ascribe personalities, qualities, and characteristics to it, their mm-hmm. theories regarding its affairs, will desires, plans, and designs, and their assumption of the office of middlemen between the all See, and people. I like that part. Middlemen he, was in quotes, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, he says, you know, so the, basically religion, true, according to this book, true religion is your relationship to the all or the realization of the existence of the all and your relationship to it. That's religion. That's basic religion. Where theology comes in is is attempts to describe, you know, give all this, define it, you know, personality, all this stuff. And also theories regarding what it's trying to do, its affairs, its, you know, plans and designs. And also with theology is the person who's telling you about it is their assumption of the office as a middleman between so we kind the of all and the people. So they're like, you know, priests. Yeah, I think today we kind of mix these together the with heck? religion. I thought what you I thought you uh I thought you did a silence on that. I did. Right. You're ruining this whole episode, Mark. So yeah, I think today we kind of like throw those together in the same category. People people point to religion and they as the like the priests and the and the clergy of, Yeah, you the know, church. But He's defining it. The as, institution that they set up around it. Yeah, he's defining religion as the relationship that we have with it. With God. Yeah. 
basically if you theology look at it as all the all the infrastructure and the um the workings of men that to explain it and to define it and to control it and that it's in that their system that you can is the only way to god the assumption of that yes that that's something that i wanted i'll talk about later i had in our smorgasbord i have a point about that yeah anyway so so i'm saying for some reason he goes into this this thing See, it's, he has asides too. He has little rabbit holes. He goes, oh, you know, little asides like as above, so below. You know, right? that's like, why he's talking about the all so much. He's like, oh, but I got to tell him about the difference between religion and theology. So, and then there's there's philosophy, ver- he does philosophy the same thing. versus metaphysics. Yeah, he does so the same philosophy thing that. is, um, it's the it's the means that we inquire knowledge of things that are noble and thinkable. Noble and thinkable, yeah. Yep. The inquiry after knowledge of things noble and thinkable. So that's basic philosophy. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. And that's what you think of whenever you think of philosophy. Correct. Too. That's that's pretty standard right there. Now, okay, so metaphysics. Metaphysics is the attempt to carry the inquiry over and beyond the boundaries and into regions unknowable and unthinkable. So this is yeah, it's the beyond. So metaphysics it's, is a parallel to theology. While religion is the parallel to philosophy, right? Religion Wait, is metaphysics not religion. is is the yeah. yeah 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 yeah. So th- I guess he's trying to do kind of like the pure thing. We're we're involved with philo- this or the all and stuff is has to do with philosophy and religion, true religion, true philosophy, and true religion, not some metaphysics things like. Can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Oh, that's deep. But when you think about it, you're like, well, wait a second. Can he? But that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a pretty materialistic view anyways. But can he, though? But he can't. Because then he couldn't do all things. But then, but, the, but can he make? But <laughs> doing, what, doing that is an all thing. I know. Yeah. So it's like, gosh, dang it! It's like that. It's the Cats twenty two kind of thing. But anyway, so, uh, so anyway, so okay. I'm, well, let's go on. While the essential nature of the all is unknowable, there are certain truths connected with its s existence, which mind find itself which your mind finds itself compelled to accept. There are certain things that you need that are just givens or that your mind has to accept. If you, even though the, the all is unknowable that you have to come to grips with or understand. See, this is, Oh, and you got them. You want me to read those? Yeah. So, I mean, you mean these bullet points? Yeah. Right. Okay. So the first one is, the all must be all that really is. There can be nothing out existing outside of the all, else the all would not be the all. Okay. So that kind of answers a little bit the rock. The can he build a stone? Can he build a rock? Make a rock that he can't lift, right? Because it has to be within. He it has to be within him. It like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, anyways. Okay, but these are just basic principles. Okay. So two that. The all must be infinite, for there is nothing else to define, conf- confine, 
bound, limit, or restrict the all. It must be infinite in time or eternal. It yeah. must have always continuously exists, existed, for there is nothing else to have ever created it. Okay. Well, you don't have to read the whole... Okay. Yeah. yeah but so anyway, the, the so... okay. Is, is so all is infinite. So number one, the all is all. Did it really... Nothing exists outside of it. Two is that the all is infinite, and always eternal, been around. And eternal. Eternal. Yeah. And then three is the all is immutable or not subject to change in its real nature. So, can or not, and nothing to, can be changed. No, nothing can work to change upon it. Yeah. So it can't be added to or taken away from. Like the Bible, Brandon. Wow. Everything As we read in Revelation. Yeah. It can't be added to that book of the that great book. Yeah, great book. It sounds like that, Donald Trump saying that. A great book. It's a great huge. Book. It's a huge great book. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> we're like, sound like JFK. It's a huge it's a great huge, book. It's a huge great book. <laughs> okay. Two points of light. Anyway, so so the ba- the three principles that the all is all. It's infinite and immutable or can't be taken away from or changed. Changed. Anything that is opposite of these three things cannot be the all. Okay. So like um so is the all matter or energy, Brandon? You're supposed to say no. No. Is it it's higher than matter and energy. It's life and mind. Or matter and energy is life and mind. Not life and mind of the mortals, but living mind. Infinite living mind. Okay? That's what the all is. Nothing can rise higher than its source. Nothing is evolved unless it is involved. <laughs> I think that... But anyway, so... Uh, the, the, at the end, he kind of comes to define the, the all, you know, because it can't be mat just matter. It can't be, mm-hmm. um, you know, just so, energy because yeah. those things are subject to change that he defines the all as living mind, or he says infinite living mind or spirit. Yeah. So he, he kind of goes, he breaks it down one after the other. It's life and mind, it's living mind, it's infinite living mind, or other words, reverently pronounce the word. Eliminated eliminated souls mean when they reverently pronounce the word spirit. Well, I say reverently, but he all capped it. Spirit! And and an explanation. Yeah, so he didn't really reverently write it. (laughs) He's like shouting it. That's funny. Like, dude, I think somebody needs to edit that. But he says it again. They call it spirit. Yeah. And they say it with spirit. You know, all caps, all capping your words must have meant something differently back in 1908. Like, does that mean it's said reverently? Yeah, maybe. I guess. But anyway, so so the, the underlying thing is that it's some kind of, or at least he's saying... They're saying it's spirit. He's, yeah, it's he, this his, infinite living mind. This that's the thing that underlies the underlying reality of the universe. And I'm not sure if he is 
like we're like i think this this episode is probably gonna sound like we're talking so much in generalities people are gonna be like dude these guys like it's yeah. like we're like dude man this like, is probably our last episode like but anyways <laughs> no but okay so i'm not sure if he actually is in the i'm not sure if other um hermetic scholars or philosophers that i've read or heard recently agree with him on this no i well and that's the thing is that we're not we're t- we're taking the Kabbalion as yeah the, this is the Kabbalion. the Kabbalion this is the Kabbalion it isn't necessarily where we see parallels between the Hermetics and stuff you know we'll we'll point them out we're not we're, this is just the Kabbalion correct I agree so there's problems with reconciling the what we just said this is where this is the last chapter the universe is mental if you want to. Um, so the, the mental universe. Yeah. So is God, the universe, you know, uh, under these, these things is, is God, the universe just no, no, because, and you know, just some of the reasons he gives is that, um, made up of many it's constantly changing all these things sure you're right yeah it's so so you know it's uh if the universe be not all then it must be oh wait this is where they kind of go into this like that the universe is nothing like well if the universe but if the universe is part of the, this is where it kind of gets into the lost part where it says that the universe is is part of the all but is subject to change and stuff. How is it part of the all? That's the that's the gotcha that he explains, right? Yeah, because this is, let's get to the big point. So, um, as above, so below, my friend. Oh yeah, the law of correspondence. Okay, so he's saying. If it's not the all, if the universe isn't the all, how can it, but it was created by the all, but the all can't be subtracted or taken away from either. Yep. How is it even part of it? How? I uh, want me to give the answer. You want, you want me to pretend like I don't know? No. Yeah. I'm ready for your answer, man. It's, it's a thought. Right. Well, yeah, but let's let's kind of walk What's it the through. Let's walk it through with the the way he does principle of correspondence. We're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. You're like, well, you, you said you wanted the answer. <laughs> no. Well, no, I was saying, what, as above, so below. How does man create? Right. Oh, got it. Yeah. Like there's there's a couple of ways. First, he creates by making something out of something else. Right. Like by building, like how do we create? We can build a house out of outside materials, but yeah, we as above, so below. But can the all do that? No way. Because why? Because it's so because it's self multiplication, right? Yeah, because that's that's him You're taking a portion of or your no, substance. Well, no, yeah, that's something um, it's dividing or multiplying. Where okay, create. So he's using materials outside of himself. Remember that we're talking about the universe, but the universe is encompassing him. I don't mean to be confusing, but so we're taking universe or I'm saying we're taking things outside of ourselves that we didn't create to create something. Correct. 
So that one won't work. No. So God didn't just build it out of existing materials. Correct. Next is begetting. Yeah, procreation. Which is what you were just saying. Yeah. Self-multiplication uh, multiplication by transferring a portion of your substance to your offspring. But that also won't do, right? Because, yeah, you're giving something of yourself. So what is it, man? And is he, there, he, isn't all there a caps, third way? He all caps the answer. The, all, he the third way. Is how there else, no third way? How else does man create? He creates mentally. He can think. And wait, so how would thinking work for man that he doesn't lose anything of himself? Because yeah. it's in his mind. It's man. in his mind, yeah. So I already said that answer, but I guess I said it out of turn, right? Well, I was just going through the as above, so below. <laughs> so it. we can kind of work on the principle of what was that? The uh, correspondence? Did I give milk? Did I give meat you before milk? milk to babes. Did and I give meat, meat, to, meat before you milk? Gave, yeah, you just fed a, kid, a baby a steak, dude. <laughs> the baby's choking. He doesn't even have teeth yet. They can't, he can't process that. <laughs> Brandon. No, but no, I understand. So anyway, but I like the way he does kind of walk through no, it. Me too. Me too. Because he uses correspondence and you're like, and so he's, he's teaching you like, kind of like, Hey, think it through in your mind. How do you do it? So how could it be possible? No, it's, it's a good point. It? I don't, I'll, I'll admit that as a point that I think was passed on me as I was reading through it. I didn't see the genius of his explanation, but it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So how is it that you go ahead and illuminate us? I'm doing a lot of talking. I, like how, uh, well, following the principle of correspondence. Yeah. We are justified in considering that the all creates the universe mentally mm -hmm. in a manner akin to the process whereby man creates mental images. And here is what the report of reason tallies precisely with the report of the illumined. Okay, so it's saying this is... Okay, so we finally got into it. And he, this is exactly what the the enlightened say that he does. Yeah, this is what the wise and Hermes says. They say, The all can create in no other way except mentally, without either using material or else reproducing itself. There is no escape from the conclusion of the reason. Yeah, of this, yeah. Capital reason, might, might I add. Which, as we have said, agrees with the highest teachings of Lumen. Just as you, student, may create a universe of your own in your mentality, so does the all create universes in its own mentality. But yeah. your universe is a mental creation of a finite mind, whereas that of the, of the all is the creation of infinite. Mm -hmm. The two are similar, but infinitely different in degree we shall examine more closely into the process of creation and manifestation as we proceed but this is the point to fix your minds at this stage here's the point what the universe and all it contains is a mental creation of the all verily indeed all is mind and that's what is meant right that's what that's the axiom all is mind, mm -hmm. and that's what it is meant, right? Yeah. So, but that makes sense why they have it. Like, and here's a second um, of where the, the hermetic actual 
Hermes texts yeah. kind of reiterate that. Um, That's in the second the second one. No, this is this is uh, I was saying mind under in the oh, mind under second, Hermes second source a second source yeah where because he's talking about the illumined and sometimes you're like well is he just making this up yeah you totally. know yeah so it's always he's uh he kind of goes into uh think for from thyself and bid thy soul to go into any land like in in the mm. mind and there more quickly than by bidding will it be you know your mind in your mind and bid it journey oceanwards and there again immediately twill be not as if passing on from place to place but as if being there so your mind can take yeah. you you know think about how your mind works bid it on the mount of heaven it will need no wings you know in your mind you can go you can go all over the place your imagination nor will all hinder it you know the sun and um it will soar up to the last body of them all. And shouldest thou will to break through this as well and contemplate what is beyond, if there be aught beyond the cosmos, it is permitted thee. So all this can be done in your mind. Your mind's very powerful. Yeah, it's tough. But Wait, where's the part it? where it talks about going to India? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking for earlier? Yeah. Anyway, um, then, so he's talking about this. Behold, what power, what swiftness thou dost have. And canst thou do all of these things and God not do them? Then in this way, know God as having all things in himself as thoughts. Okay. So all things in himself as thoughts. The whole cosmos itself in his head. Thoughts. It's a big head. It's, yeah. If then thou dost not make thyself like unto God, thou canst not know him. As above, so below. Um, that's my saying, the as above, not, they didn't say that. For like is knowable to like alone. So make thyself to grow to the same stature as the greatness which transcends all measure. Anyway, leap from every body, transcend all time, become eternity. And thus shalt thou know God. So these deep things like, you know, but it's all, this is all encompassed in what we were just talking about. Those three things. Hey, you got to, um, conceiving nothing is impossible unto thyself. Like conceiving nothing. Oh, conceiving nothing is impossible to, to yourself. Think thyself deathless and able to know all arts, all scientists, the way of everything become more life lofty than all height and lower than all depths anyway so you uh collect into thyself all sense of all creatures of fire water dry moist all this stuff and if thou knowest all these things at once times places doings qualities and quantities thou canst know god so god's a big thing but as above so below and as god's mind so in your own mind you can begin to conceive and your mind is bigger than the earth you know, and you can be go to India, but it doesn't yeah, say here. Yeah. I doubt that you ever read that before. <laughs> it wasn't here. But anyway, um, so the it, there's a second. You know, in in the Hermetica, it 
it talks about the same concepts that he's talking about here, that it's all contained in God's mind. So, so that's how it's possible for the, for God, because it's in his thoughts or in his mind that existence is his mind. It doesn't take away or anything. And that's why he can't lift a stone bigger than him. No, that's why he can. If the stone's created in his mind. I, yeah. Um, oh, where was that other thing? Actually, this kind of... this. You know, there's one more thing. I don't know if, you, if there's more you want to talk about. Uh, no. And, and, uh, no. Is that... So basically, that's the way. And that's what they mean by the universe is mental. Correct. That, yeah. And if if you think about what we said in this whole thing and think about it, then you're going to be like, then it will make sense. You know, if you look at the whole picture, it might make more sense, hopefully. Okay. Um, but, um, so anyway, so there's nothing else to talk about. There's a uh, lot more to there, talk about. Well, there's, I mean, a, there's a lot we've already talked about. We so we'll, uh, we'll stop there. But so you now it finally gets to the point where you're like, okay, the universe is mental. It, it makes sense, you know? Yeah, just take some time and reflect. Yeah. <laughs> reflect <laughs> no, on, but I'm reflect saying, on think, what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, think of the bigger the bigger things and think about how you're thinking about. Yeah. But th- th- that's the key. You know, that really is the key is that the men you're it's all it's uh, the way our world is is all conceived from our own mind yeah reflection yeah there you go anyway that so hopefully was the hidden per- that was a hidden topic this this makes sense um or has made sense or you know there's a good chance it didn't make much sense well but we're all over the time place. And, and yeah take some it time and, and and go through it yourself I think, you know what? We might have made a little bit. We, if you don't read this yourself, if you read this no, yourself, read this yourself then um, if you read these, these few chapters especially, then I think a lot, a lot of our rabbit holes we went down, you'll understand better probably. I think sometimes though, you know, us talking about it might make it clearer to a regular, you know, because we're able to kind of real time kind of like, oh, well, we're, sure, you know, but yeah, sometimes we talk about giant rocks and stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot about that rock thing right now. I think that... It, it did, but I'm saying, if you think about it, you're like, wait, can it? No. Yeah, no. Anyway, so, uh, well, we're, we'll uh, the next the next part, we're going to hopefully get into the law of correspondence, which we've already... He's dipped his little toe into yeah, it. Yeah, he continually does it, doesn't he? Yeah, um, you know, because there's a divine paradox... And then uh, he gets into the planes law of correspondence, and then and then after that, those chapters after that are just like boom, boom, boom. You know, of this, and until the very last one, gender, which is a little bigger. So yeah. it's a, it's got a couple chapters, yeah. but they're all short chapters. Anyway, well, thanks for watching, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good one. Yeah, bye. Run, run.